0: Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hey, folks. Lord bless you again today. And if you've tuned in the last two days, you know that I'm with my very close friend, Pastor Don Bertelson. And uh, Don has been sharing with me, with you, the book of Romans. And we are in chapter two today. And so, Don, thank you again. Oh, good. Always good
1: here. And always enjoy this time together. Yeah.
0: And then we're done. He has to head back to Caldwell where he lives to pick up his grandkids. Yeah, I pick
1: up my grandkids. So
0: Yeah, he's uh he's on route. Yeah. So it's uh well anyway, we're gonna talk about God's righteous judgment today. So chapter two. Uh, let's read that after I have a word of prayer. Lord, thanks for the day. Bless this day, bless Pastor Don and all the listeners. May we hear you and respond to you in Jesus' name. Amen. You therefore have no excuse. Here, I just like I just hear Paul's voice with this.
1: Can you, know? you do that? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and and you think. Well, he's talking to certain. Here he's talking generally to all mankind. Now he's going to talk to a little bit more of these people who, who should know better. And and that way it encompasses even us today. And so, can you just picture that? Him? No, I don't understand. In there, you, <laughs> you therefore there. <laughs> have no excuse.
0: You who pass judgment on someone else for at whatever point you judge another, you are condemning yourself. Wow. Wow. Because you who pass judgment do the same things. Now we know that God's judgment against those who do such things is based on truth. So when you, a mere human being, pass <laughs> judgment on them and yet do the same things same things, do you think you will escape God's judgment? You think you'll <laughs> escape God's judgment? Or do you show contempt for the riches of his kindness? Forbearance and patience, not realizing that God's kindness is intended to lead you to repentance.
1: Well, well, that's pretty. You know, he kind of follows up Jesus when he spoke in, you know, in Matthew, when he, in chapter seven, verse one, he Jesus says, "Do not judge, or you too will be judged. For in the same way you judge others, you will be judged, and with the measure you use, it will be measured to you." So, you know, Paul's not making this stuff up. He's taken the gospel of yes, Jesus and saying is. guys this you know this and you need to is like I said there's no excuse and when you judge people you're judging yourself yeah can you just imagine and he's writing this but could you imagine him in a in a synagogue or
0: a <laughs> yeah you know judging people is never a, a great thing and sometimes people say they go to churches we don't like going to that church because they judge us yeah and it's not maybe necessarily they judge you you hear these passages like this yeah and you get can you, you get, get convicted convicted yourself yeah the word of God convicts if you hear the word of God enough it'll convict you you know the word of God alone has the power to convict you yeah. you have people pastors and leaders. That try to bring it home and answer your questions. But God's word alone is great conviction. But because of your stubbornness, (laughs) here it goes again, (laughs) and your unrepentant heart, you are storing up wrath against yourself for the day of God's wrath when his righteous judgment will be revealed. God will repay each person according to what they have done. Now that's a little scary. You no, know,
1: that's interesting. You know, and he says you store up his wrath. Yeah. You know, it's like like a, I I I shared in our class here almost that that it's like you're carrying around this little bag and everything you do, something wrong. There's a little more God's wrath in there. And then he's gonna pull that out, and he says, then he'll reveal to you what's in that bag and judge you by that. Wow. That's pretty that that's pretty scary. So what's in your bag, folks? Yeah. That's, they have to
0: question you've got to. What are you carrying Lord, around? That's right. It's time to give it to God right now. Yeah. No messing around. God will pay each person according to what they have done. Do those who by persistent in doing good seek glory, honor, and immortality. <laughs> immortality, folks. He will give eternal life. So
1: he's given us a promise of eternal life. And, and notice uh, that he says persistent. It's you know, it's not something that's gonna happen to us. We gotta work at it. I mean, in right. this culture. Yeah. You had
0: to be persistent. he says, you know, and that's the Christian walk. You've got to be consistent and persistent and and be strong. But for those who are self-seeking and to reject the truth and follow evil, there will be wrath and anger. There will be trouble and distress for every human being who does evil. Not for some, not for a few, for every human being who does evil, first the Jew, then the Gentile, but glory and honor and peace for everyone who does good, first for the Jew, then for the Gentile, for God does not show favoritism. Boy, isn't that a blessing. <laughs> it is. And he is anxious to he is anxious to to give us a blessing when we honor him and to put him first in our lives and not get caught up with the world because it's the world who leads us all down all these paths. Mm-hmm. You know, just like we're seeing today, and we're seeing a world uh, corrupt by sin and and people making their own doctrine, making their own mora- morality, and yeah. the morality that's immoral against God's uh, living word. It's going to be judged, and people are going to pay the price. Yeah, You know, and that judgment day comes when you stand before God. He's either going to say, well done, my good and faithful servant, or enter the kingdom of God, or depart from me, because
1: I don't know who you are. I don't know who you are.
0: In fact, I never knew you. you Yes, I never knew
1: you. That's that's powerful. (laughs) That is powerful, and it's it's
0: something that we need to think about and not take lightly. You can't take God's word lightly, folks. You need to take it very seriously because God isn't a God of favoritism. He's a God that loves all mankind. Those greatest sinner, he loves. He died. He went to the cross for all those that have sinned. He was nailed to the cross. He shed his blood.
1: And, uh, And we know that. We all know that. And here you know, he says, first to the Jew, because they first knew. And it was their responsibility to take that. But if we follow the history in the Old Testament, they sure had a hard time obeying. They did. And you, you have a hard time saying
0: it. It reminds me, uh, Don, of back when when uh, Moses led the Israelites out of Egypt. And, you know, they crossed the Red Sea. They saw these incredible, incredible miracles, mirror. the pillar of fire, yeah. the, the Red Sea party, all those things. But they still had a and hard time, and fought, yeah. they
1: still fought against God, and they still turned their back yeah, on and God. And complained about this, and complained yeah. about that, and, they would, and he would constantly bring a miracle in front of them. They and, would, and then you get to the Ten Commandments,
0: you yeah. know, when they're waiting down in the valley, and he's up on the mountain, yeah. and, and uh, they get restless because he hasn't yeah. come down, and so what do they do? They fall into sin yeah, and they build a
1: they build a calf, golden calf, and they go. Well, I don't even know how that got there. <laughs> yeah, and isn't that how we see? I don't know how that sin got into my life or whatever, but it just it happens. happens because it, they had too much time in their hands. Maybe that's the way it is. Maybe it is.
0: In our lives, we get yeah. too much time in our hands and we do uh, we just go our own way. Well, let's read the last portion of this passage in the last few minutes. Uh, all who sin apart from the law will also perish apart from the law. And all who sin under the law will be judged by the law. For it is not those who hear the law who are righteous in God's sight, but it is those who obey the law who will be declared righteous. You know, that's that's yeah. the difference. You can hear it, yeah, but do you obey it? This is like your parents giving you instruction. Son, I don't want you to do this or, or go do this. Do you obey them? Yeah. Or do you disobey them? I remember when I disobeyed my parents, I had a consequence to pay. Were, I
1: remember that. In and my we day. did. And, you know, that kind of kept us. Yeah. We recognized the consequences. The trouble is, there's very little consequence for what is done wrong in our
0: society. Today. Oh, I know it. You know, they're talking at the state house the last several weeks about the fentanyl yes. bill and what to do and the punishment and this and that. And it's just interesting that. So many people want everybody to get by with everything. Mm-hmm. Just get by with everything. And that's like the border crossing, you know, and people, and they're coming in right and left with these drugs, but yet some people say, oh, that's just fine. They'll fit in. Fit in. They're going to yeah. kill America. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm not going to get political here, but I, I know one thing. If we, we're we not obedient to God to the things of God, we better watch out. Yeah. You know, I want to I want to choose things that God would choose. How would God handle this? And I know some people say, well, God would welcome everybody. Well, God welcomes everybody into his kingdom. Sure. But God you certainly use discretion. He says, what is in the Word of God it says, you know, do not be yoked with unbelievers. Believers. Yeah. You know, uh, avoid the very appearance of evil. Yeah. You know, and sometimes we welcome the appearance of evil, and we wonder why we struggle so much in our nation. And then he goes on to say, uh, they show that the requirements of the law are written on their hearts. Their consciences are also bearing witness and the thoughts sometimes accusing them and other times even defending them. This will take place on the day when God judges people's secrets through Jesus Christ, as my gospel declares. He said this will take place on this day, on the day when God judges people's secrets. Yeah. So, you know, every secret is going to be revealed. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people that hide things. Oh, sure. You know, yeah. you have people in probably church leadership that hiding, that have a secret sin that mm-hmm. nobody sees. They know, yep. but uh, they have to deal with it, and and they don't. And yep. you know, when you stand before the judgment seat of God, He's going to know that, and He knows it as it's happening. He it? knows it. He knows it, and He knows yeah. you know it. Yeah, that's the thing. You know, if you know what to do, something's right to do, you do it. Yeah, if you know what's wrong, avoid it. I sure. remember my dad. Quoted that all the time, son. You need to avoid the very appearance of evil. Mm-hmm. He didn't want us running with certain people because those people, uh, you know, were not of God, and and he worried about our lives being influenced.
1: Sure, sure. Know? And of course, you you probably dealt with that more than I did because well, you're from East L.A. Yeah, you know, what? <laughs> my parent, my mother was born, you know, born, and raised in that area. We uh, grew up in a lot of that. But the, the first time I ever spoke to a youth group was in East L.A., and we heard gunshots on the other side wow. of the thing. So. You know, that's a whole different world. But, um, but you know, when those gang members became Christians, it was almost like Paul. They were so fanatic for God. As much as they invested in the gang, they invested in God. And I just wish we could get the pa- passion back in people today for God. That was kind of like uh, who's that guy
0: in California? that baptized all those in the ocean. That, that was, was um. Hey. um we saw, we it was saw, a
1: movie about. about we saw it.
0: the movie and yeah, uh,
1: um, Chuck Smith. Chuck,
0: yeah, and yeah, and all yeah. that that took place in the yeah. Calvary Chapel movement, I think. And and yeah. uh, how yeah. I was of, there. Yeah, you went
1: down to I go was the baptism. There. I yeah. was in the baptism. I, I grew up in that area, and we went down there during that that time. And I don't know if I ever saw Lonnie preach, but I know that I was in the tent. Wow. And, and so, and I saw the beach, and I saw the the baptisms. I didn't get baptized, but i saw it all man. yeah was you baptized by then no uh, no you still hadn't uh no you came to god Late, later yeah when i was 28 and basically. then went into ministry went into college and and yeah and, yep and here well, you are now here i am been now a pastor for a lot of years yep
0: yep actually i've 68 40 years in ministry now so 40 years of ministry well, you're a young-looking 60-year-old. Yeah,
1: well, I'd like to think so. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Well, Don, thanks for joining hey, me last always three fun days. And... It's been fun, and uh, and we're going to share the Word of God, and I'll have you in next time we get a chance when I'm still in Romans. Who knows? Maybe it'll uh, be next week, and maybe you can join me again. We'll see, yep. see what happens. But it'd be always fun good. to have you always walk fun. with me through this. Yep. Folks, go out and make a difference. Have a great day. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast,